Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Kylie Camps, and welcome to the podcast. This space is dedicated entirely to making a difference in the lives of women. I believe we all have a right and a responsibility to truly live our best lives. It all begins with curiosity, changing our thinking, and cultivating more self-love. Through thoughtful conversations and shared experiences, I really hope that you can take something away from this podcast. I'm a business owner, a speaker, a sleep consultant, and mum of twin boys. I've also recently completed some training in the cognitive behavioral therapy space, and I'm super, super passionate about the ability that we all have to really improve our days. And ultimately, when we take ownership of improving our days, we're really improving our whole life. So let's get stuck into today's episode. Today's podcast is a solo episode where I will be sharing with you a couple of my top tips for when it comes time to transition your son or daughter into a toddler bed or a single bed from their cot. Now, firstly, I will just say I did not expect to find myself feeling emotional or sentimental when the cots came down in the boys' room but I really truly did. And they were in their cots for quite a while. I think they were around three, if memory serves me correctly, because they weren't climbing out of their cots. They were pretty happy in them. So there was no urgency. And I remember thinking like, oh, it's not a big deal setting up single beds and putting them into beds and getting rid of the cots. But when the cots came down, it felt like such a milestone and maybe it felt more emotional because I was pretty sure I wouldn't be having babies again. And it's just like, oh, that's the end of an era. So prepare yourself, parents, if you're feeling a little bit sentimental or emotional, totally common and maybe expect to feel that way a little bit. I really want to stress when it comes time to transitioning from cot to bed that there is no rush. Do not be in a hurry to make this transition happen because once it's done, it's done and it's very unlikely you will then go back to a cot. There is no age that it needs to happen by. I mean, of course, you're not going to have a 10-year-old going to sleep in a cot, but if your son or daughter is totally happy in their cot and they are contained and they're not climbing out and it's safe, or even if you feel fine with them climbing out, it's totally up to you the pace that you do this at. And I tend to think it's often more successful if it's done a little bit later versus earlier because the younger they are, the more likely I have found that they are to jump out of bed and go and look for you and things like that. Whereas if they're a bit older, they're a little more set in their ways, particularly if they're not having a day sleep and they're more likely to sleep really soundly through the night once they're, you know, two and a half, three years of age, that type of thing. So don't rush. If you have a baby, baby number two or baby number three or however many expected to join you soon and you're on the cusp and you're like, oh, I just don't know if our little one's ready to go out of the toddler bed, I would encourage you to either make the call 
months in advance before the next bulb arrives or to just invest, invest, excuse me, in a second cot because you don't want your elder, your toddler to, I guess, associate the arrival of a new bulb with giving up their bed all in that one sort of short time zone. You want to give it a bit of space to breathe. Also, do not, um, in my opinion, move a toddler from a cot to a bed when they're going through a regression. And I know it's tempting to do that because you think, oh, maybe this is what this regression's about, this two-year regression. It's all to do with the fact that maybe he or she needs to go into a toddler bed. I strongly advise parents to make this transition when their little ones are sleeping soundly and they're sleeping predictably well because it's unlikely that going into a toddler bed is going to improve the sleep. It's much more likely it will go the other way. A couple of things to consider when it comes to setting your son or daughter up for success for this transition. I think it's nice to really communicate, in fact, over-communicate what's going to happen Toddlers feel a sense of um, confidence and reassurance when they can safely predict an outcome. So whilst we as adults might love a surprise and kids love some surprises, it's really good if they can have some predictability and understand what's happening. So you might find some books about big beds or just begin having conversations. You know, if you're at the neighbor's house and you notice that their child who's slightly older than yours has a toddler bed. You can talk about that bed. Um, just have, have a lot of conversations about we're going to pack up the cot and then we're going to bring in this bed. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You may even like to give them a bit of choice. I'm a big fan of that. You know, what color do you want your pillow to be? What color would you like your sheets to be? Try and make it exciting and let them feel involved in the process you might also like to have them involved in dissembling the cot. You know, you're such a great helper. Let's pack this cot up. You're such a great helper. Let's set your new bed up and make it exciting. You may also want to invest in rails for the bed, depending on the type of bed. Um, the boys went straight into single beds because two of everything, not so cheap. And I just thought, you know what, pull the trigger, get single beds. And so they had their bed one side pushed up against a wall and then the other side with just a $15 Kmart single bed rail. So you can buy temporary rails that act like little bumpers just to stop them from rolling out of bed. Um, if you're concerned about that in the beginning, you can also just pop some pillows under the edge of a fitted sheet. So under the edge of your fitted sheet, you could pop a couple of pillows. I've seen parents use pool noodles. If you want to add just a bit of a barrier to discourage them from rolling over the edge and landing on the floor. It is really common that that will happen. There were definitely times with the boys when they, even having the rail there, managed to wiggle down to the other end of the bed and roll out. Um, keeping things familiar, so the bedtime routine, keeping that in place. So it's 
I guess what I'm trying to say is whilst you're making this change, don't change too much else. You know, it's probably not the ideal time to do it if they've just started daycare. Let them get settled. When everything is pretty consistent, that's a really nice time to do it and stay consistent with the routine. So whatever rhythm you have before bedtime, keep up with that. So if you've always done bath, books, milk bottle, then into bed, keep up with that for the time being or however, whatever you're doing. You might obviously have it be having a milk bottle at that age, but you know what I'm saying. If your son or daughter has a comforter that they are attached to, again, not the right time. Same with dummies. It is just not the time to get rid of these things. Keep up with them. Consistent. Make sure they have their comforter that they can reach. Um, you might also like to consider adding more comforters. So if they've gone from a small cot into like a double bed or a large single bed and you're a bit worried about them being able to reach, say they've attached to a bamboo muslin or they've got their dummy, you might want to just throw a few more in there so that they can find them with ease. You may also like to consider the location of where you set up the new bed. So say you've always had the cot against the left wall if you can set the bed up against the left wall. So there is that familiarity. So when they're waking up, you know what it's like if you wake up in a hotel room and for that split second, you think, oh, where am I? That type of jarring feeling, you might be able to avoid that by making sure that their head is still facing the same way that they would have been facing when they were in their cot. Be patient with this process. If you do have a couple of teething problems, for lack of a better expression, where, you know, your son or daughter is jumping out of bed and they're coming over and they're opening the door, the best thing you can do is be really, really consistent. So you might even find that this is a transition that's best to happen if you have a couple of days off work or over the weekend. Definitely not when you're having a stressful time because you might find that you need to be returning your little one to their bed and reassuring them. You may find that you end up sitting on the floor next to their bed. It's pretty tempting to hop into bed with them, but just be mindful of, I guess, the habits that you're setting up and the way that you then might want to disentangle or disengage from those habits. And also don't expect the worst. A lot of kids that are sleeping really well handle this transition so easily. They find it exciting. They sleep through the night and you go, ah, brilliant. It's done. So I wanted to share those couple of tips here on the podcast for you. If you enjoy these short, sharp parenting topics, please do let me know just by jumping over to Instagram at Kylie Camps, leave a comment or share this episode on your stories. It means a lot to me. And I have a few more similar episodes to this going live very, very soon. So I do hope you like them, but let me know. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.